just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Hey coach, what is up? Uh, here we go, another Pro-Advisor Coach podcast uh, extraordinaire. Can I say that, that podcast? What's on, what's on your mind today? What's 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 the good concept for you? There you go. Oh, let's see. I, I think I've spent a lot of time reflecting recently, uh, maybe not the right word because it's more future thinking, but about what 2024 is going to be like. And... I know by the time this gets released, we'll be into February, but uh, we're, we're recording this in January, which seems to be a very common problem to think of, common uh, common time to think about, um, like a big picture, like a, a full year at a time. And so some people think of like assigning one word to the year. Other people think about their goals they'd like to accomplish at the end. I know we talked about journey in a recent episode. Um, I think the more that I do it, the, the more that I practice thinking in a more of a big picture, the clearer my, what I want becomes. And I think that the permission I get when I think in those terms, um, to really list out what I want feels really good to me. And I maybe want to talk about that and go a little bit deeper today about, uh, how wired we are to think that we have to put up with something or that we just have to work hard and to, and then we'll get it or like, it'll, it'll come eventually. And I, I like to start from a place of, well, what, what do I actually want? What, what if, if there were no barriers, if there were no, um, you know, obligations I had to meet or things check boxes I had to check off, what do I actually want? What would, what would be great for me? And, uh, just operating in that place that feels good and then transfer that to the actual process. Why is it so challenging to know what you want? I'll tell you why. I think it's because we're we're so conditioned that we we can't have what we want, or like what we want is hard, or it's it's so far away, hmm. and it's only that way because of what we believe to be true. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. We're definitely conditioned that way, um, and we're, we're also very good at the other thing. But well, also then, there's some nature in that as well as the nurture part of it of the protection and the survival versus the the thriving and the happiness. Mm. So we're always going to default more to that as well, but it's so, but that's probably why it's conditioned as well. So it's both double whammy. Um, it's, it's the make sure that you can survive. And therefore if things are, if things are, if you're alive, then you don't want to change something because like that might mean that you, you're not. And that's why we get conditioned to, we're, re- we're really good at enduring. Uh, that's why the quote, you get what you tolerate, is is always stabs me very deep, right? It's like, you don't mm. like something, change it. You don't like your job, change it. You don't like your relationships, change it. You don't like your body, change it. Because we tolerate what we've got. 
but yeah, it, it tends to be more challenging because you're not thinking about what you want. You think about just keeping what you got scarcity. What do you make of the model of of motivation of that pain versus pleasure? Right, we know humans do things for two reasons: uh, to move towards pleasure or away from pain. Uh, the most common seems to be to ha- you know have pain settle in, and then we do something to fuck about it. Um, how do we embrace more of the other part of that spectrum of like I want to move towards pleasure? I want like do, does that have to come after pain, or is there like, how do we not wait for the pain? How do we how do we practice a new belief system or rewire our thinking that pain doesn't have to come for us to, to go after what we want or to make a change or to really get after it? Yeah, I think that's just I think that's just it. It's the practice of it. You know, it's, it's the um, you know when you work with clients and you work with them continuously on practicing concepts uh, when they actually do have a something significant happen a significant event. It's that's when they're most emotionally challenged but less resourceful and that's when it's it's much more challenging to find those concepts and frames to work with and so the goal is that you practice them enough that when they get into place where they do need them that they're available for them it's kind of like you're if you're training for something like training 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 for some sort of event right if you're like if you're we talked about this before like if you're like in in the military like you're always in shape right let's say like you're always in physical shape you're always conditioned you're always training you're training for the possibility not not necessarily this the knowing that there's something's coming coming but it's like well can i take this time off because it's going to come it's like well i don't know if it's going to come or not so probably not but yeah so if they were just like okay we'll train we'll train when we need it like once the war started then we'll start training once we're in battle, then we we'll start figuring out. It's like, so it is the practice of practicing the concepts when everything's okay or everything's normal, okay, to be able to move through there when you feel the pain. But you know, the the medium is that is if I'm not feeling a lot of pain, I've got leverage on myself, threshold moment, right? Because you can you could be in a relationship for a long time and know that it's not good, right? There's some pain associated with it, but a pain's dull. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're you're used to it, you've got you're tolerating it. But then there could be a flashpoint where you get like a new threshold that you've gone by, like, that's enough. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm out. And it could be a small thing, but it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. And then you've got a, a raw nerve of pain. That's the point where you've got leverage to move through the pain, get out of the pain. When you get to the pain, you don't get the pleasure, you get the comfort. But then you've got to keep moving through the comfort in order to get to the pleasure. And so it's the training at all times that, that there is a there is a pleasure available. There is a 10x leap available for you at any point of your life, any time. It's just challenging to see when you're getting punched in the face, right? Like when you're in the pain of something, then it's hard to think about like being all the way to the other side of it. Right. Well, and you bring up a good point is that it's it, like I, the way I was thinking of it was... Uh this harsh pain comes out of nowhere, but it's really not that it's, it's, we, we numb ourselves to all these duller pains until it reaches that threshold of like, okay, now I'm going to do something about it. So I, I wrote, I took a note. I think my, like my threshold is decreasing for the, yeah. the pain tolerance that I, I want to put up with. And like, I, I just, even like little things, I, I just don't want to deal with them anymore. So I, I'm done dealing with them. So uh, I, it's interesting. Cause I, I think I'm still moving away from pain in that sense, but I'm not, like I'm, I'm not as far away from pleasure as if I waited longer for it to be more severe. 
that make sense? Like that scale, right? 10 to negative 10, 10 is the pleasure, negative 10 is the pain. Like sometimes I'd wait till negative seven <laughs> to make the change, take the action. Now at like negative two, I'm like, ah, I don't want to feel this anymore. I don't want to feel to negative three. I'm going up to like two, five, seven, ten. Yeah, it's like almost like you're minimizing the comfort zone. I like that, right? Because on, I like if that if that visual is that ten plus ten to negative ten, that comfort zone might be between like the plus three to the minus three. But if yeah. you can make that that the comfort zone is only the plus one to the minus one, <laughs> yeah, right. Then you then yeah, that you're winning for sure. Like you shorten your comfort zone. That's cool. You're winning as long as you know what you're signing up for, right? There's going to be more times that feel uncomfortable to you, hmm. and. uh you know, I, I think I've, I've been going through that and the way that I have uh, discovered or now believe that that's a good thing is that um, I live more of my time in the positives, right? Like, whereas negative two didn't feel that bad to me because I had my coping mechanisms or like I right. would just pretend it was okay. I like stripped away all those coping mechanisms. So negative two feels like a negative seven for me now. Um and just having that be like, I think that attracts more joy for me because I do something more quickly and therefore I'm, yes, there might be more dull pains that I'm less tolerant of, but I'm, I'm experiencing joy at a greater level as well. Yep. Like, and greater joy too, greater, higher joy. We, we talked about it maybe last episode or episode before that because I, I I watched to listen to something that talks about the mechanisms of happiness and unhappiness in our mind right I think that that's an example of that right so what you've done is you know, we said just for reference that my thought was always that happiness and unhappiness is at a continuum right on one side right. it's unhappy and the other side is very happy but apparently neurologically how it works is there's two different areas right so it's like mm. you can have your you can have your happiness all the way to the top. But if your unhappiness is all the way, the way to the top as well, then that's going to be a lot of conflict. So the goal is not just to get happier, but it's also to get less unhappy. It's two mm -hmm. different mechanisms. It right. sounds like you're, you're doing both of those, right? You've created a way where you can see what more happiness is, and then you've got less tolerance for the unhappy. So you've created more of a gap. It's kind of like trying to add more money, more income, revenue to your business or income, personal income. And like, you know, your, your income is a hundred thousand dollars, but you're, you're spending $95,000. Like, ah, oh, I want to need more money, need more money. Well, yeah. if you just moved your, what you're spending to the 45,000, like suddenly you've got this contrast where it's much, much better. Whereas right? so you've got two different levers to pull on. And if you pull it on both, where you've gone to a 500 grand and then you spend in 45,000 different hmm. world. Right. At least from a mindset point of view. Yeah. Yeah, I wanna I wanna increase my wealth, right? And so there's deposits and withdrawals and I can play both games to optimize the wealth that I have. And so I jump back and forth, like more deposits, less withdrawals, more deposits, but less withdrawals. And they yeah. and they, they somewhat go hand in hand. Well, cause yeah, because you get a compound effect if you're playing both sides. It's a huge mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Hmm. Like a coach. Like a coach. Yeah, well, I feel like uh, I got some insights already. So maybe we just keep this short and sweet today. How, how do we wrap here? How do we? What's a good summary of? Uh, you know, is this a new perspective, or how do we think about? How do we think about twenty twenty four here? How do we apply this to the year here? I love thinking about minimizing the comfort zone. I think that's a real cool practice 
and that's a new distinction for me because that that scale however you want to think about that for your personal view yeah if you can associate to the pain quicker at lower levels there's less travel there's just li li less distance to travel to get back to the good stuff if you're going down to that minus seven like you talked about oh man i gotta go like i gotta make seven <laughs> levels of changes just to get back to zero mm. oh so this could be i mean each each level down is an order of magnitude harder right? because you've because you've, you've got to come like how much more of a lift it is to start at seven and bring yourself up versus you're at two. It's like, Oh, okay. I'll just, you know, mm -hmm. like I change it. Immediately. So that's a big distinction for me. Like, so the, I guess the question is in 2024, how do we continue to minimize our comfort zone such that we can really feel, be attuned to what's real for us, both, both positively and negatively. And uh, that's a really cool way to think about it. Uh, just to keep it front and center to really feel everything that's out there. Uh, and, and for me, that just means being bold and committed to where you want to go and knowing where you want to go and being, and making, making the change like 10 X is easier than two X. And then from a pain perspective, I mean, that itself gives you a different perspective of how you look at the pain anyway, but knowing that it's a different function in your mind to go, okay, how do I continue to minimize my comfort zone? Uh, that I'd have to think about a bit more. Like, I wonder what the function is there. Like I know that the pleasure is going to be moved towards focus on that, minimizing the pain piece. What would you say about that, Coach? Uh, I think it might be the other way around. At least, at least in my like, I'm maximizing the pain at a smaller level. Okay. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like I'm, yeah. I'm less okay with the coping mechanisms, right? I've stripped those away, so I feel pain more acutely, more like sooner, more quickly. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think I got it right. So you, you're, you're protected by going to the upside and that's what, that's the thing that minimizes the comfort zone. So be just completely open to all the pain because it's going to be pain that like you need, and it's not going to be pain that's debilitating. It's going to be useful and be, yeah, be acting between the minus two and the, and the plus seven instead of the plus two and the minus seven. Right. And here's maybe my insider takeaway today is that I want to raise the bottom part of my comfort zone so high. Hmm. Uh, like I want the bottom of my comfort zone to be like a plus two. Like I, that, yeah, break the scale, create your own yeah. new scale. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and what does that mean? That means my tolerance for like the shit that I'm not going to put up with is so, <laughs> <laughs> so low, but that's, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm headed. So that, that'll be my 2024. Hold the standard, hold the mm -hmm. standard. Create the standard, hold the standard, live the standard. Onwards and upwards. Okay. Right, coach. Take See you it. next week. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achievers Mindset. And come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks. And see you again next time.